Hi and welcome to another episode of Love Laid Bear. I'm your host Dion and today I'm joined by two fantastic guests. We're going to call this one the male edition. Today I have Mikey and I have Anthony. Um, today we're going to be talking about um, the relationship between stepfathers and their children, uh, what things can kind of um, arise from that um, relationship breakdowns. If you pop over to the website www.lovelakebear.com um, you'll see the most recent interview that I did with a gentleman called Riaz and he shares his experience of um, being raised by a stepfather, his, his relationship with his real dad and the problems he encountered with both and how it's affected him going forward. Um, so hi guys, how are you today? Yeah, cool. cool. Good, thanks. It's a bit cold and stuff. So how have you guys been? What have you been up to? I dragged them out quite early this morning. It's like it's 10.30. Well, that's my fault. I apologise. I had to make it early, but uh, I'm up from 7 o'clock, so boy. <laughs> um, swimming, actually. So just taking the boys swimming. Uh, finished that. Then I had to fit this in now because then got party and kickboxing and all stuff to do today. So that's the reason for the early start. Okay, so you're a busy dad then? Yes, I am. Always busy at work, then work on the weekend with the mm-hmm. kids. So it goes, isn't it? Yeah. What about you, Mikey? Yeah, yeah. I'm back up from early. It's like because kids don't stay sleeping. They don't know about lions. So <laughs> I've been up from early. Um, I've got been chiropractor, been to visit my mum. All sorts this morning, really. So yeah, it's all good. Good, good. Okay, so let's get this discussion going. So, um, Riaz. You guys both read his um, interview. What were your immediate thoughts? Um, for me, I think he was just like a, a young male going through the motions of like having different males in his family, in his in his life, basically growing up. Um, they're gonna have, and how they've influenced him, and all on a positive and a negative. Um, so reading further down to, into the interview you had with him. He was very withdrawn and not trusting in mm-hmm. the sense of males and so forth kind of thing. So, yeah, so it's just, it's interesting. It's interesting to see it from his perspective mm-hmm. in that in that light. Yeah. So. Uh, my view is that obviously, you know, everybody has issues. And, you know, my experience of dealing with people in as a whole, not just in the circumstances, is that, you know, as the, the the nature of the podcast, you know, if you lay everybody bare, everybody's got some sort of issue that they have to deal with, whether or not it might be weight or whatever. You know, what I mean, there's so many different things that you have to go through mm-hmm. as as a human being, and I think, you know, with realised your life, your early life can to a point shape your adulthood. Um, I think, me personally, I think he's got a lot of things that you might have to let go of. And because some things you can't change and some things you can't control, especially when you're young, they, they, they just are what they are. Yeah. And you have to, you, when you become an adult, you have to realize. Because what I realized growing up is that you look back and you see the adults who raised you or were around you when you were a child, for example, they were themselves just human beings doing what they thought was best, what they thought was right. You don't know what they was going through or not going through at that time as well. That's so true. Mm-hmm. their judgments and their decision-making might not necessarily have been correct, but they don't necessarily f- believe that they were correct now. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. If they would, sometimes you reflect and think, you know what? 
maybe that wasn't the best way to do X, Y, or Z. Mm-hmm. And it's not making no excuses for the people because I don't know them like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But it's very much, I think, you can't... And I wouldn't personally, from things that happened in childhood and judgments that people made when they were younger, I don't necessarily say you can then reinforce that and say, like, for example, he said something, you know, he would never be with a woman that's had a child. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I think those sort of statements, I understand where it comes from, mm-hmm. but I think in reality, if he met a woman and she was the woman of his dreams, she had a child, is he then going to say, well, nah, I can't because she's got a child? Mm-hmm. And I, personally, I think you've got some growing to do if you, if you, it's easy to say things like that, but he has to deal with what he's, whatever mental blocks there or issues, I think he's got to deal with that. So mm-hmm. he can say, you know what? Yeah, that was my experience, but you know what? Furthermore, if I do meet a woman um, with a child, um, I'll be a better stepdad because I've been through... Yeah, that's the, a good the, point, I've, actually, yeah. I've been yeah. through an experience or where... Just be, or just to be a better person. What, this is it. Yeah, to be a better step, to be a better person from what you've experienced. Exactly. That's what life is about, really. It's about improving ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? So we're meant to take the negatives and then change that and make it a positive, you understand what I mean? Yeah. So it's not like you don't say, okay, you know what, my growing up, my dad and my stepdad was a Gallus. You know what so I mean? I'm gonna do the same. Then, so I'm going to do the same <laughs> yeah. because that's the way they went. You know yeah. what I mean? You could choose to do that route because if you if it, what you know and you're comfortable with it, just it's your choice. But the overall, you're meant to make yourself better. You know what I mean? You're meant to give. Say if you have a child, you think okay, so that child I see you run up and down. I'm going to say you know I'm there for you. You know what I'm there with your mother, and you, you understand what I mean. So it's not that, it? and it's yeah. the same thing. It's like you're like saying if you go into another relationship and they've got a child as well. You say, you know what, that, that child might need that father figure. You understand know what I mean? And if yeah. you can provide that, then so be it. If you can't, then mm. you need to be honest about that. Mm. Well, there's a saying, isn't it? That conversation. There's a saying, you learn from your mistakes, mm. but you must also learn from other people's. People's, exactly. Mm. So if, you've had, if you've had experience of people making what you perceive to be mistakes, yeah. then it's for you to learn from that and not necessarily say, right, because of those mistakes, I'm shutting my, myself off to certain people. It should be more so that actually, do you know what, I know better. So if I'm in that situation, I will do better. Mm. That's what I think. Yeah. Okay, opinions on on that kind of earlier start. Now, um, Riaz explained to me that um, his mum and dad had started dating when they were quite young. Mm. Um, so they were 14 at the time. Um, he described his dad as a bit of a tearaway, um, kind of whether he laid his hat was his home. Um I'm, I'm not entirely sure what his home life was like, but I'm assuming it probably wasn't the greatest. Um, so as a result, you know, they, they dated quite young. And when his mum got to around 20, she decided that she wanted to have a child. Um, her siblings, as, as you guys can see in the blog interview, all had children from the age of 15 or 16. Um, and she waited until she was 20. That's when she felt ready to have a, have a child. Um, now, he went on to explain that his dad denied that, you know, she was expecting a child with him, even though they were together in a relationship for a seven-year period of that time. What's your, what are your opinions on, um, on having children young? You know, do you, do you, do you think that maybe this might have had an effect on, you know, the lack of foundations that they had in their relationship? Of course, in my mind, of course. But the one thing that I would even question even then, why does he know that, that his dad denied him? Who who told him that? What was the purpose of telling him that? Yeah. 
Do you understand? Yeah, that's interesting. Who told him? Mm. Why did they tell him? And what were they trying to achieve by, by telling, telling him that? Because mm. at the end of the day, mm. I was, I'm 30 odd. At the end of the day, I don't know when I was born if my dad denied me or didn't deny me. It's, all I know is I'm here is my dad, innit? Yeah. Now, if he did, it makes no odds to me now. And so at what age was he told this? Who told... I, I just don't get that, to be honest. That's the first thing. Yeah. Mm. Because that, mm. I can't see how it's going to have any positive effect on him. Yeah, and clearly, yeah, <laughs> clearly, yeah, it hasn't, has it? Because, you understand? Yeah. So, yeah. again, so when you talk about they had kids young and the foundations, look, it's not for me to judge anybody, right? But it just doesn't make no sense to me that... And don't get me wrong, I know historically people had children a lot earlier. Earlier. Back mm. in the days. Again, I don't know the ages and stuff, but I know that was the case, but... You see, for me personally, I'm not the same person I am today in my 30s than I was in my 20s. Yeah, absolutely. So me having... I didn't have a child in my um, early 20s. If I had, I I can't say that I would... The stuff that I do now, the way I behave now, and how I deal with my children, I can't say that I would have done the same then. Because I'm a different person. Mm -hmm. You don't have the maturity. I think at 20, you think you know. Yeah. You don't know life properly at mm. 20 yeah, so for me true. personally mm. i think that would definitely have an impact on his dad's behavior his mum's behavior and going forward his upbringing yeah mm. well i can say i've got personal experience on both of those so it's like with i i had my my first son when i was 21 you understand what i mean so yes i was immature i was still going now i was still doing my thing and everything else but from what i what I know then and what I know now is completely different. It's mm-hmm. like worlds apart, you understand what I mean? Kind of thing. So, but then it's about appreciating what you have at the time as well. Mm-hmm. So I think with my upbringing, it was always thinking, you know what? You have a child, you look after that child, you understand? You mm-hmm. make sure you're there for them and all the rest of it. And that kind of, sorry to cut you, Mikey, but that's mm-hmm. kind of what I was saying in terms of what you see growing up yourself is kind mm. of what you replicate. So, I've my dad's always been there, yeah. and so I have not. It was there was not a thought in my mind that if I had a child, that it would be okay and acceptable to say, "Oh boy, I, I'm I ain't gonna be Love. around." Laid. Bear. Mikey, what I wanted to ask you. So, you had you had your first son at twenty one. Mm. What are the are there What are the differences? What are things that you would have done then that you wouldn't? do now with your with your younger children would you say um I think a bit difficult on that one because it's sort of, I think to me it, back then it's all about stability mm-hmm. and when you're young you think you can provide that stability but you don't have that grounding in yeah. a sense mm-hmm. you're still learning yourself you know what I mean it's like one of that was okay you know what I'll still live in my mum's house it's like I was in and out of jobs. You understand? I was still studying. So you can't give that proper stability yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You understand what I mean? So trying to find it for yourself. Yeah, I'm trying to find, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Trying to find my own thing. Yeah, you yeah. understand what I mean? But I made sure, I made sure me personally, I was there like the majority of the week kind of thing. Because like where his mum was working as well. So he was like in his grandparents' house. But then because we had the network we had around us yeah. supported that. Yeah. You understand yeah. what I mean? So... It would be like, I have to get up in the morning, take them to the childminders or whatever. You know? So mm-hmm. you have to do them things there. But where now, it's a bit more different where you've got your own property, you can, you're more stable in your job, you can yeah. kind of provide better for your children, so to speak. Because I just so, you're, you're stable within yourself. Yeah. So, so yeah, <laughs> my foot, my foot, them are grounded now, you understand what I mean? Yeah. So I can see 
the past, you know, start me and say, okay, no, these are mistakes I made. These aren't the mistakes I'm gonna make again. Because what's the point in say, making the same mistakes? mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. start me. Yeah. So and that's and that's how I think. Well, it's it's a similar thing where if you go into a relationship, and the woman's already got a child, and that, and you've had a child already, mm. you can see kind of things on a different level. Mm. You can say, you know, okay, you know, what, I'm gonna. As long as the child's old enough to understand or <clears throat> understand that you're okay, you're first. First of all, you're the mother's partner. You know yeah. what I mean. Mm-hmm. You're not coming in. You're not coming in to start stamp down your foot and say, you know what, I'm here now, so you got to listen to what I say. You know what I mean. You can't do that to a child. You understand? Because they're not gonna. They're gonna think, oh, who's this person just coming to my house? Mm-hmm. You understand? And they might not know their dad. They might have another role model of an uncle or yeah. a mm-hmm. family friend or someone else. You understand? Know I mean, and that's what. And they will. They will create that that negative Im- that negative impression of that male coming into their house because they're coming to take over you yeah. know what I mean I've, I've, known, sorry, I've, I've known guys to do that before you know what I mean and, if, and it's a very bullish mentality and the kids don't interact with the family no more you know what I mean because mm-hmm. they think you know when he's here I'm going to my room yeah you know what I mean mm-hmm. so where's the family and where's that child's positive influence but then also I think there's a lot to be said about the integration and the introduction. Well, first mm. the introduction, then the integration. Yeah, definitely. Because That's a big part of it. You know, you you can't just say right every day. Not every day. Like right, hell, this is this is X. Oh, this is my son. Oh, hi. Okay. Then next week. Oh, this is Y. This is Z. All of a sudden, the kids seeing different men. I'm not saying this mm. is not. This is not about this story, but I'm just saying mm-hmm. in, in general. So those sort of things there, then all of a sudden one sticks. Then, so Mr. Z now is coming more often. There's no sort of, there's a dating process that goes on. So personally, you know, I don't think a woman, and I say a woman because it could be vice versa, of yeah. course. Mm-hmm. I don't think a woman should allow, if she's dating someone and there's a child involved that she has, that man shouldn't be around her child until she knows that character. She's sure about that person. Yeah, no, yeah, okay, yeah, I agree with that. And the way how, again, it's kind of it's slowly, slowly, that integration, the introductions, hi, this is blah, 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 say hello. There ain't no, all of a sudden, hello, then you see man coming downstairs for breakfast. Yeah. To me... But how much time does that happen though? Well, I, I think it happens so too much. It happens too too frequently, in a sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I've known man that's just going to go check one girl one day and then next minute they're thinking, okay, they get up in the morning to go to the toilet and next minute kids go, hello. Yes. And I'm thinking, right, hold on. You know what I mean? So he's like, right, that was a bit too much. You know what I mean? He didn't know the kids were leaving the house. I mean... I mean, I can't, I can't say that I agree with that either as a woman, and I and I could never foresee me doing that. You know, not not even because I mean, I have a daughter, but I think that's even more so. But where does it? Why do people not? Because you're saying that this happens a lot and it happens frequently. This happened to me. Oh really? Listen, back in the days, I'm in my twenties and early, and listen, no, oh my come in bedroom hello I'm just like this is different isn't it this is awkward <laughs> I need to go to my yard so, so what you've never met the child before no <laughs> I need to go to my yard okay so did you know there's a child there I did so so you didn't I think did. to wake up earlier in the morning and take Listen, your leave no what can I say and this is what I say when you're, 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 you're young you don't, you're not thinking. thinking my mindset was not about I wonder how it's going to be 
if like, I wasn't thinking like that at the time. That's the God's honest truth. Okay, fair enough. But I don't, again, this is a bit selfish, I guess, but I don't think it was for me to think that. It's for the, the mother of the mm. child, child yeah. to think that. Mm. What's going on? And then, so we're interacting, and I'm just like, you see, I'm calling it, I'm talking to the kid, but then when I left, you know, you're just thinking, oh, nah, man, that's not a good look. Mm. And it is. It is just like that. And then for me, straight away, I then have a mindset, yeah, this is not the sort of woman that I'm going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, leading on from that point, actually, um, in Riaz's story, he says that um, his mum met his stepdad, um, I think she used to work, she used to work at a pub that his uncle owned and she met his stepdad there. They'd gone on a date. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, in his words, you know, so do you know what I mean? maybe it didn't exactly happen this way, but what he said was, is that the stepdad came back to her home and he basically never left. Now for him, he, he feels like that in itself was a major red flag um, because, you know, he feels like his his stepdad shouldn't really have got involved with a woman who had a child so young. What's your opinions on that? I think, well, we don't know <clears throat> from how the introduction happened, you know what I mean? Mm. So we, we're just going from his perspective of it. So we don't know if that was a gradual thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. And again, I guess or, he was only one at the yeah, time. Yeah, so. and he was, and it, it, exactly that. So your vision, your vision at that age is limited. You understand yeah. what I mean? Your your memory is limited. So I guess so he's going. Yeah, but so nothing at all. Exactly. So he, well, no, obviously he's he, obviously at that point he's going by what he's been told. So someone's mm. told him this. So some, it's yeah. probably his mum. Okay. Yeah, it's mom probably. For example, yeah. right? It's like for me, is that like for my I, I had for my for me knowing my stepdad, my first experiences that I rem- actually actually remember was when I was about three or four. Mm-hmm. You understand what I mean? But he was there before that. Yeah. But I didn't know that. You understand what I mean? So, and it's only going by things that, where people, where my mum or other people said stuff, and you know, it kind of triggers a memory, you know, start what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, right, oh, do you know what? And I describe different things within that scenario, you know, start what happened. And people say, right, you remember that? And I'm like, yeah, I just said, well, it's coming to me now, you know, start what I mean? But off the bat, I wouldn't remember that. Yeah. You know, start what I mean? So it took someone else to say something to me. To you know, start memory. To jog my memory. And I think, okay, right, but you get little bits. It's like, for instance, I remember my stepdad having, I have to think he has to have a Jeep for some reason. Mm-hmm. But now someone said, no, 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 it was a Cortina. Because <laughs> I was so small and I had to climb into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. In my, yeah. So, so as growing up, I thought it was a Jeep. It was big, innit? Yeah. But it was yeah. big. Mm. You understand? Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm climbing into a Cortina thinking it, but as I older, I think it's a Jeep. Yeah. You understand? So you get them kind of thing. But yeah, I was trying to kind of figure out what he was saying because. You see me, I like to I process questions. I'm just trying to... Is he saying it was a red flag because um, he moved in straight away? Yes. Or are you saying it's, it's a red flag because she had a child? No, no, he, no, he, he, he's, he's saying that... Hmm, a bit of both, because he's saying it was... It, it's, it's, it's a red flag because he got into a relationship with a woman who had a one-year-old child. And, okay, from that perspective, I can understand why he's saying... But you see... Uh, it's, everything's about wording in life, you know. It's the words are powerful. So when you say red flag, so but he's already got an opinion already that he wouldn't be with a woman who has a child. So for him, it is a red flag. I, f- I, f- I, f- I feel like he's kind of grown into this thought. Does that make sense? Right. It, uh, but so this is what I'm trying to say. So for me, how I kind of look f- 
process that is that if you meet a woman and she's got a one-year-old child, the man might have said, you know, I've met this woman, I like the woman, the child is not an issue to me. Like, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, she actually has a child, but I don't have any problems with that. So when you say red flag, that means you're saying it's a problem because things happen in life, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, like it did, the, the relationship between her and his dad broke down and obviously they split. So what is he saying then? What age is right? Because you can say one-year-old, two-year-old, is it what? You wait till you're 10? Well. So I, I, I hear what he's saying to a point and I know, and I know guys that would say, no, nah, that's long. I'm not going to do that. If I meet a woman... Okay, so, okay, so, so can you expand on that <clears throat> So I'm I'm a woman. I have a sixteen month old. Um, how you know from from a man's perspective then? What what would what would be okay for a man to kind of step in a new man to step into I, my life? I, I don't necessarily think there is an acceptable time frame. That's what I'm saying. I don't think you put a time on it. As I said at the beginning, I think it's down to how the introduction and inter, um, integration's done. Because at the end of the day, I've got a stepdaughter. I when I started dating my wife. I didn't meet her daughter for ages. Absolute ages. And I knew she had a daughter, but I didn't meet her for a long time. And when I met her, it was kind of literally in the front room, hello, how are you, you right? And then, yeah, that was about it. Little short, in, short interactions. And it was only over a period of time mm-hmm. did that change. So, at the end of the day, but then she was three. So... It's not it's only two years difference, realistically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, this time thing, I don't think you can put an exact no, time on it. Uh, because who says? Who, say, who, says, who, yeah, who exactly. writes the rule books? Mm. At the end of the day, it's down to the individuals involved and concerned. Mm. Because at the end of the day, you might have... Uh, let's say, for example, if I met a, when I was 20, if I meet a woman who's got a child... And I did actually, didn't I? Actually, when I think when I think back. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I met a woman when I was um, twenty. Yeah, I would have been twenty. Yeah, who had a child, bit older than one, but quite a bit older. Possibly about five or so. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was young. But I'll be honest with you. At that time, I didn't really give you all that much deep thought yeah. about you know whether or not she had a child or not, and what it meant, and what difference it's gonna make to my life and all the rest of it. I just cracked on with it, mate. Because mm-hmm. to be honest, at that time, all I was looking about is, well, oh, yeah, I think she looks all right. You know what I mean? We get mm-hmm. on. That was my f- main concern. Mm-hmm. you got a child. Hey, it's a child, isn't it? it like... So, okay, so you you and that lady dated for quite a while. Yeah, few years. So, so how, how, did your, how did your relationship with, with her, with her son, how, how did that kind of develop over the years? It was cool. You know what I mean? To be honest, his dad was kind of in and out, was a bit flaky. Um, so I would say that he looked at me as a, as a role model and a bit of a father figure, you know, like he had a few dis- um, behaviour issues and stuff. And you know what, to be honest, he didn't step out of line with me. Mm-hmm. I kind of put him in to some sort of line. If, if certain times I had to go down to his school, like I left work and done those sort of things. Um, but because again, I was raised a certain way. So I, I all I'd done is, well, boy, what I thought was right. So I just kind of, treated him how I was kind of raised and if it worked it worked if it didn't it didn't mm-hmm. because I, I didn't know any better did I yeah so I just did what came natural to me so the relationship with him was okay We're, to this day you know once in a blue moon well I see him all the time they don't don't live locally but 
if I see him, he'll talk to me and you know what I mean? And we're cool. He knows he can phone my phone anytime. Mm-hmm. He's a big boy now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's what, a big man now. He's got his own kids and stuff. Yeah, so, he, yeah, mm-hmm. he can, if he picked up the phone now and said, and, and, and he blah, 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 I'm not going to say no to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not his dad. He knows, he, he talks to his dad. dad yeah. Um, he wouldn't call me, oh, and to my stepdad. I'm just Anthony, innit? Mm-hmm. And, but if he sees me, he's going to have love and respect for me because mm-hmm. he remembers that when I was with his mum, I treated him and looked after him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you were a positive role model that exactly. he had yeah. at maybe a crucial time when his real dad wasn't around. Okay, so let's talk about, um, you know, I feel like sometimes with step-parents, they, they don't necessarily always get off to a great start. And I don't mean that in a sense they've done something wrong. But they... but it must be difficult for them to kind of try and navigate, you know, what what can you do? What are your parameters? Boundaries. You, mm. do, do you understand what I'm saying? Who sets, who sets those boundaries? You know, when it comes to discipline, mm-hmm. what, you know, are you allowed to... I think this is a very important conversation because, you know, <coughs> we, are, we are in a time of very much blended families. Do you mm. understand what I mean? You know, relationships aren't lasting like they used to. People are having children... You know, having different partners and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, this is called the man's edition, so this is very much based on, you know, your kind of perspective. So I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take the the forefront of this. I kind of want you guys to lead. Lead. But um, like my second son and that, his mum, he she she had she got an older older boy, and sometimes he used to just not even say bully her, but his behaviour was bad. You understand from what I would consider bad, and that he wouldn't, wouldn't listen, he would bat chat. You know, man, boy walking dreams, slamming his door, and all them foolishness like that. So I'm like, to her, you know what? I goes, how I have to talk to her about it. You understand I me? Mean, I can't go talk to him about it. Mm-hmm. You understand? So there's only a couple of times where I did go and speak to him about it. Cause I said to him, you know what? Do you mind if I go speak to him? You understand? So I have to go through her to go to him. Can I ask you a question on that though, Mikey? Why did you feel that you couldn't go to him? I don't know. I just think at the time, I think, I think the relationship was still early, early, early doors, this kind of thing. So it's like even when I was before I even met him, I think we would probably see each other for a good little while, kind of thing. And I'd go to the house. He would be in the house, kind of thing. When he we'd go there when he's sleeping, I'd be gone before he wakes up. You understand what I mean? So we had oh, we yeah, started off. Yes. So we had that to start off with. You mm. understand what I mean? Then I kind of come around more, and I kind of yeah. and yeah. I kind of met the family a bit more and all the rest of it. And I think, um, and then one day, I think he just went off the, he was going off the rails, and I said, nah, I can't sit here and watch this, you know, start me. What, what do, why do you think he went off the rails? What happened? <coughs> what was his relationship with his real dad? I think because he's, he's got a fractured relationship with his real dad, right, you know, okay. start me, and that was a big part of it for him. For the relationship him and his mum had, kind of, well, his dad and his mum had wasn't positive at all. Okay. You know, start me, they were, had each other, had the child young, there were party goers, there were kind of thing. It was it was quite aggressive, quite violent as well. So he's seen some of that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And um, so I think some of the traits he's picked up, kind of thing, on the dismissive kind of behaviors. The behaviors, mm-hmm. yeah. So he's like, I'm going to go in and talk to him. Listen, that's your mother, kind of thing. And then what happens if something happens to your mum I have to put him in that perspective yeah. what are you going to do then mm-hmm. you understand you understand you've got to look after your mum technically you're the man in the house you understand what I mean I don't live here but I'm here for you and your mum mm-hmm. you understand I'm with your mother 
kind of thing. So you have to put, you have to throw a different perspective. On. Because he was old, he was, I think he was about 10 or 11 in times there. So you have to kind of throw that perspective onto him to make him understand a, that how people see it or how he needs to behave. Because he's got learned behaviour. He, yeah. mm. he saw nothing not wrong with his behaviour. But it's learnt behaviour. Yeah. So he, why he's not going to think anything no, of it. No, he's not going to think anything. And his mum didn't challenge it enough to think. And it all, because she's used to it too. And, the, and the, if yeah, anything, yeah. Mm. it's like, as I was there a bit more and more, sometimes you do certain things, you go, well, go and live with your father. You know what I mean? But then, it was that, but it was a throw, it's a fat throwaway comment. Throwaway you know what I mean? Yeah. But she knows that he's not going to live with his father. And his father don't want him to live with him. You understand? Know, my father moved another down the down the other end of the country. Yeah, but then it's the impact of those sort yeah. of words. That's what I said. Yeah. I said a few moments ago. Words are powerful. How very yeah, powerful. So they hold on. People it, hold on to them. If you say that to a child who has no relationship with his father, he's obviously not liking that. He's not. That's mm. going to have an impact on him. You say go and live with your father. That doesn't say I don't want you neither. Yeah. That's what it means. Yeah. I don't want you neither. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so that child's thinking. Hold on, my dad don't want me. My mum's telling that, me I don't want me. Do you know what? What have I got? What yeah. have I got? And then... Mm-hmm. Amen. So, for me... And this is why, you see... This is why I say it's all about the people. So, this whole topic... And I say it all comes down to the two individuals involved as to how it works and how it plays out for the children involved. Um, the original question... Remind me what you said, Dion. Because Mikey talked and I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the original question. What did you say again? Yeah, uh, she talk about um, about kind of when when it is for the stepfather to discipline or oh, that's it, the uh, discipline. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Sorry, it's a long week. It's been a long week. Sorry. What 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 is allowed? What is not allowed? Who determines what's allowed? This is, uh, in my mind, the hardest challenge, and this is the key thing, which and only should think that is a real issue in my mind anyway, mm-hmm. is because I was always brought up to believe that. Me personally, I got licks from aunts, I got licks from uncles. So I knew that if I went and stayed at my aunt's house and done something wrong, I'm gonna get licked. And I can't tell my mum and dad, oh, I went there and I done this and I got smacked. They're gonna say, well, good, where you go there and do that for? Yeah, I might get another meeting on top, I might get, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I might get something on top of it, you understand? Yeah, but I think, but the issue with that is that times have changed yeah. have, massively. They have Sorry, changed. Can I, can I just interject quickly? Because this might have to be another topic. Um, what 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 quick just quickly? What are your views on slapping and beating children now, Mikey? Um, I think as long as it's in proportion to what they've done, kind of thing. I think yeah. I got no qualms with giving my kids smacks, but it's got to be. Um, there's a difference between beating and mm-hmm. and, and, and smacking, mm-hmm. and it's got to be deserved. You can't just for every little thing, woof woof. That's you know it's nonsense. Okay. It, it then has the the detrimental impact. What you're actually mm. trying to achieve by smacking is um, if you're just doing it ad hoc and every any little thing, it then has no impact, no yeah. effect. Your child just feels like you just keep hitting me. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Do you know what? I think I might... I might... I might... I might... I see it all the time. Like, free, like free work, I see it all the time, man. It's just like, thinking, why did you do that? It's yeah. like, oh, yeah, but they wouldn't shut up. Listen, what, so you got clapped in the head? For me, like, what I realise the key is, is the fear. Like rather the clap is the clap is not what you want to do. You have to have the fear of the clap. Mm. So my boys, they know that they don't want it. So yeah. they don't want it. So they're mm. not going to do nothing to get it. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? And that's why I don't really clap them because they don't do nothing that warrants, warrants it. it. And mm. if I give them a certain look, they know, boy, I better stop that because 
It Next. might lead to. <laughs> okay, so, we're, so we're, we're on one subject of discipline now. So, Mikey and have you ever been in a situation where <clears throat> you have slapped or physically disciplined your stepdaughter, stepdaughter or stepson? I've only no. on one occasion. I didn't even didn't even slap. Had to hold firmly, and it's because, uh, in all honesty, I. I she, she was taking the pee, quite frankly, literally. Mm-hmm. Like, her mum had already clapped her up for something that she'd done. And um, even after she got the clap, like, because her mum left the room, I was just sitting there, and I was trying to talk to her to say, look, you know why you got that in it? Because blah, 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 blah. And she just started running off her mouth. And I'm just like, are you mad? Because in my mind, listen, if you get licks... You better just cool your skin, innit? Like, when I was growing up, you, get, you, get, you, you hold a slap, you know just to keep quiet, innit? Because you don't want nothing else. So, that was that one. And again, even then, like, I, I didn't even hit her. I literally just held her. I was like, listen, kind of just, you need to just cool your skin because otherwise it's not going to be good because your attitude is not right right about now. And, you know, back on that discipline thing is that I've always felt that it's not been my place to do that because at the end of the day, um, you have a dad... And especially with it being a girl as well, I always feel is it. I'm not saying I don't know if it would be different if it was a boy. I don't know, but I, I always feel like my hands are big in it. My hands heavy too. Mm-hmm. So if I clap my sons, if I clap one of them and it hurts them, it's on me in it. Like yeah, that's it's it's me. It's my son. It's on me to say, boy, and you, you know what I mean. You mm-hmm. done this. You were wrong or you were right. Um, with in my first relationship we talked about earlier, like, that little boy, when he was at school, I said, I told you, I went down to schools a couple of times to take him, because he used to kick off, like, literally, throw chairs, go mad, bite teachers, everything. Like, a couple of times I had to go down there, I never hit him, but I had to, again, hold him and, and restrain him. But then it got to a point where I had to build that relationship with him that he just knew, like, listen, he ain't going to do that with me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I never had to hit him, but um, I don't know, my personal opinion on it, overall, is that I don't believe... It's subject to the relationship of the two adults involved and how because if you come into a child's life at one years old for example and mm-hmm. you, that child that has no relationship with their dad and you take that child on full blown as your own and you raise it as your own there's a who am I to say that that person doesn't have the right to hit that child if yeah. the mum or you know the father are in agreement that that should run me personally I wouldn't do it but because of my situation is my stepdaughter has a relationship with her dad, knows her dad, so who am I to hit her? What are your, what are your thoughts on Mikey? Um, <clears throat> I don't think they... It's, it's hard because it is about the relationship and how what, and at what stage you come into that child's life, how that child views you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because I think, in the, from my own experience, I remember um, I was with one of the um, ladies I was with back in the day, um, I went to a relationship and she had three kids. You understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and her youngest child was about one. It probably maybe a bit younger. Okay. You understand what I mean? So, and growing up through that, and then I'm seeing her behaviours, like the, the child, the youngest child's behaviours, um, and she was rude. She had a proper attitude on her as she grew up. And I remember one time, because of the nature of what I do for a living as well, and that is like, you know what? No, we've got to go sit on the stairs and we ain't going to move until you actually understand what you're what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You understand what I mean? To the point where I had to literally like restrain her on the stairs. You understand? Just sit there and just hold her and that. 
until she kind of realised and she started bawling and all the rest of mm-hmm. it. And then she was like, oh, then she actually, from that, <clears throat> she kind of understood what she was doing was wrong. And she actually went and put, apologised to her mother. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But with her, she had two older boys kind of thing who kind of knew boundaries and all the rest of it. Yeah. So they knew that when you spoke, they listened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So but that's you respect had, though. Yeah, that's, but, that's, but that's how she brought up her children. But because mm. the young one, there's a bit, a bit of an age gap between the youngest boy and the youngest, and, the, and her daughter. You understand? So I think when, especially with younger children, in when you have more siblings, they don't get the same treatment as the older ones. You know yeah, what I mean? Because I even look at my own kids now. And that my, and how I treated my eldest son to my my two younger ones now is completely different. You understand? I think I'm a bit more firmer on him than I am on them. Whether it's just the way society changed, the way I've changed, and so forth. So Maybe you just got older and you're tired now. Yeah. <laughs> I can't swing my hand as far as I understand. But yeah, but I think on that level, I think it's I think it it you can see like in that household. And that and being there, and I was with her for a number of years. You understand? I think when I, we we end up splitting up, I think the daughter probably about four or five. But did yes. you feel comfortable? Uh, uh, it restrained her and discipline her in that situation. I was very comfortable because to me, at that point in time, it felt like I was working. Working, yeah. yeah. You understand? Because I worked with children with disabilities and behavioural problems. And what I was seeing is what I saw in work. The kids I work with. How about the older children? See, I think when they're that age, sort of one to five, say, for example, Mm. I think, again, it's a different scenario because the discipline is different, again. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because the the way how you discipline a one to five-year-old is going to be different Mm. to how you discipline... I mean, you say that, but, but really, is it... I mean, I remember when I was little... You don't remember nothing from... I remember, yeah. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I got beat with the comb at four or five and I got beat with the comb when I was seven, eight. The discipline was exactly the same. No, what I, I mean I, is... I think I even got the belt at probably four. Listen, I remember having... <laughs> the list became... Listen, Licks was part of it growing up. I can, you know what, there's one memory that will... I used to live in, uh, in Loughborough, Loughborough Road, as a young child at infant school. And my, one of my only memories of living there is getting licks because I had chicken pots. I was like, seriously, I had chicken pots. That's how I, so you got licks because you were... Oh, no, no, I had chicken pots. Yeah. I was about four or five, something around those ages there. And I remember I was crying and I don't know what I was crying for. And I remember my mum just saying, listen, stop the crying. Go and... That's a little ABC computer, little rubbish thing. Go and do this, do that. And I'm just barling and barling because it's itching and that. Yeah. I got a piece of beating because I wasn't going to do what I was doing. I thought to myself, that's wicked. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then, but I remember that because it stuck with me. But I think... I guess when I'm talking about the ages, because when you get past... Let me think. I hear what you're saying. You got you got the the, the the comb, the belt, or whatever. Four, five, six, seven, eight. But then, especially in today's society, you got a ten year old, eleven year old. The way how you discipline that child now is going to be different. different remember, yeah. mm. remember this is how we grew up is completely different. These kids now they believe that you can't tell them nothing. They got an attitude. You mm. got they, they their peers, their friends ain't got the same discipline that you're trying to install in your household. Mm. So they're, they're thinking, now, hold on a minute, why are you acting like that? What's your problem? Why are you on me like this? I've heard some stories from friends with their kids, not step, but their own kids, and I'm thinking, how did you manage to keep your calm? I think I might go to jail if these things happened. Mm. Like, I have been told a story of 
a daughter taking her dad's MacBook and throwing it in the bath. Is it? In the bath. Is it? To spite him because... Is it? Because okay. she he, he accused her of something in the household, of doing something in the house, taking something out of the fridge and eating it. That's how stupid it was. And when he told me this, I looked at him and I said, bro, are you for real? He said, yeah, you know what? I left the house because I would have... The whole house would have come down. Listen, that rear bedroom would have got stripped. Listen, she would have been on a mattress. Oh, she would have got bread and water for like a month. I'm going to bring it to context now, right? Think about it. She, I think she must have been, this what are we now? This must have been about a year and a half, two years ago. So I reckon she would have been about 12 to 13, something like that at the time when she's done that. If I was the stepdad, not the dad, See, the dad can just say, look, I'm going to walk out, let her mum steal with it because I'm, I'm going to murder her, sort of thing. Not literally, but you know what I mean? Yeah. As a stepdad, if that was my MacBook, you talk about boundaries. What do you do? There you go. What do you do? Me, personally, I would have to have walked out. As much as I'm saying, you know, I would have gone mad and blah, I would have had to, to have walked, walked out, out. Mm. because I couldn't deal with it. Mm. Because, but if you, honestly, if you said to me, my son that did that, I'll bust his ass. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I think. It, I think it is, and it is that because I think in even um, with my um, second son with his mum and her, her elder boy, I remember one time he was, he was just going on some madness in there, and he ended up dashing his Xbox. So she was like, oh, no, I'm going to have to buy him a new one. What? what? <laughs> I said, no, what? No, Excuse no, no, no. me? He goes, no, you leave it. He will fix it. Trust me, he will fix it. And that. Two hours later, the boy's playing his Xbox because he sat in there, realised what he'd done and fixed his Xbox. I said, Sue, you would have run out, spent your big money on a new one because he dashed it because of what? He couldn't have his own way. But then you see... what I mean? But Mikey, again, I'm doing an interview now, sorry, D. But it was like... <laughs> <laughs> you see, in that scenario though, right? You see, what alarm bells ring for me there and would have is kind of like... Because if you had the children of your own with this woman now, mm. how... Because her, in my mind, her parenting style and her yeah. way she processes information and makes decisions is all wrong. Because yeah. that's madness to me. You can't... But then, but then it was... That's, I think that's where it became... It, some, sometimes it worked between us and sometimes it didn't. Because even when I speak to, speak to her mum, she said she, she would say she's more settled now. Where she was fiery before. Mm. And since we've been together, she's a bit more settled. She's not as fiery as she, was, as she used to be. Yeah. You understand? So that means he's probably seen her fire that behavior, and yeah. then the dad's behaviour mm-hmm. and thinking, okay, this is how life is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So what I've come in and I'm I'm a calm person kind of thing. And then so I don't really raise my voice for if I raise my voice people know I'm vexed. Yeah. Proper vexed mm-hmm. kind of thing. So and even when he used to kind of be ah, in the house like rain, I'm like, Hold on, calm down, I'm only like, like standing here, you know? Yeah. Talk to me. Don't shout but at was me. Was he shouting at you? It was just shouting in general. No, but, it was a, any... but initially it was at his mum. Mm. So when I stepped in, I said, listen, calm yourself down kind of thing. I was like, we're only just here. You don't need to shout kind of thing. Oh, what do you know? And I'm like, listen, calm yourself down. And I said to the sister, go back to your room, sit down for a second, think about what you say and come back. You know, start, yeah, and then slam the door and then when you end up dashing the Xbox. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm trying to do it on a different approach. So you know what, kind of, Get yourself together and then kind of come talk mm-hmm. to us. You know what I mean? And then she go, "Oh no, he's put, he smashed his Xbox." And all but would you have handled it differently if it was your child, though? Um, possibly. I think because I think 
Very much so, I think, because one, it wouldn't have got to that in the first place. <laughs> you understand what I mean? I'd have nipped it in the bud from like, who, who, who are you talking to? You understand what I mean? You know, so you'd, you'd, you'd approach the whole situation differently. You understand what I mean? So, and I think because we was, um, weren't new in the, well, we probably about a year or two in at, at that point, you understand what I mean? Mm. So, it was still a thing of, yes, we had the input kind of thing, and I was still, and I was taking him out. He's like, he, he knew my other, my, my eldest boy, so I used to take them both out and we used mm. to do stuff. And so, I think, because the aggression wasn't at me, you yeah. understand what I mean? It was at his mum. It was at his mum. So, it's a bit hard saying, okay, you know what? Go and sit yourself down, sit in the corner, behave yourself and all the rest of that thing because it is not my child. You understand yeah. what I mean? It mm-hmm. is difficult. And it's at, not yeah, at and, and it's not at me. <laughs> yeah. You understand mm-hmm. what I mean? So, in times when he was kind of, his, his di- he did direct it at me, I just say, listen, mind yourself. You understand mm-hmm. what I mean? But this is where that thing about boundaries I think is so difficult because it's, what is right to say? What is wrong to say? When do you step in? When do you not stop mm. stepping? And now, who and, and who and who sets that boundary? So is is it the mother? Does I, the do, do, is it, it down to the be, mother? I think it needs to be a partnership. The, the pro- I tell you the problem. I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah, is that you know? Right, if you meet someone, everybody's got different parenting styles as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got everyone's got different parenting styles. You have got different cultures. You have got different ways that you were brought up. Now. Genuinely speaking, I think people's foundation of the way how they bring up their children is going to mirror to an extent of how they were brought up. Now, there's going to be certain elements that you take out that, yeah. and certain elements that you put in, but the foundation of it is going to be based on how you were brought up. Yeah. And if you're brought up differently to somebody else, like, you know, Mikey's saying that that partner, they had, she had a, a bad relationship and the kid picked mm-hmm. up bad behaviours, blah, blah. Before you know, you don't know what she, how she was brought up. Yeah. So she's going to go and buy another Xbox because he flings it against the wall. Now, if your viewpoints on raising children, your parental style is completely different to that, mm-hmm. how do you then co-parent with that person? Because at the end of the day... Yeah, good point. It, 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 you, you've got a different style, mm. but then actually, is it for you to say, listen, you're a wrong man, because you just not how, it's not how you bring up your child. You're meant to bring up your child like this. Well, it's not my child, though. So can I tell you how to bring up your child? Mm. Now... Again, that can be offensive. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it can be offensive. Yeah, and that can actually crash a relationship that you've been building. Do you understand? You know I mean? So it's a fine, so. delicate line that you have to toe. And I do it. And I'll be honest, I do it. Like, I will say, listen, X, Y, Z, I think X, Y, Z, and we'll have a conversation about it. Mm. Now, we've had to work on that. And I said, this is why it's all about the age of the child as well. Mm. Because as my stepdaughter's got older... Her discipline has to change. Yeah. Her, because the times that we live in is different. So how we... The conversations are different. Yeah. So we have to have them conversations. Now, we've had sit down... Like, you know what? Long. We're all going to sit by the table together. Mm-hmm. And then, you know what? I'm very opinionated. As anyone... Is it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I will say my piece. Do you know what I mean? And I will say, listen, this is what I think, blah, blah, blah. But normally, what we try to do is have a conversation and agree... Like, and sometimes we disagree. Yeah. But then this is where the strength of a relationship comes in mm. and having somebody that you're on the same wavelength with. Mm. Because at the end of the day, humans, no matter what relationships you're in, if you can't agree to disagree, you got a problem. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I agree. I can, just, I can just almost imagine how difficult that would be when you're in a partnership with someone and you, you're, you're, you're disagreeing on, on how to manage, you know... 
a, do you know what I think I think child or stepchild I was just about to say it doesn't matter whether doesn't, or not it's yeah. a child or stepdad that is why when you say about is it an issue to have a child at 20 again what's your parenting style at 20 yeah. you ain't got a clue man you don't know yourself mm-hmm. as, as Mikey alluded to because mm. you, you, your style of parenting changes Changed 10 years yeah. 20 years whatever it was later because you're a different person mm. so mm-hmm. if you meet somebody and mentally this is your background in way how you've been raised and your style is like this you then meet somebody else, they've got a child. Honestly, it's not for me to tell anybody how to raise their child. That is my opinion. I can only say to you, I think this, I think that. If you say, well, now nah, I'm, I'm going to do this, what am I going to say? I mean, yes, but then if you are also co-parenting that child in the same household... Yeah, but at the end of the day, is basically, she can look at me... As she told, she'll tell people Anthony's my stepdad. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm. she will tell people Anthony's my stepdad, and as far as I'm concerned, I tell people I've got a stepdaughter. Yeah. And at the end of the day, what I say I'm not trying to replace her dad is there's certain things she's gonna have a bond with her dad that me and her are not gonna have because it's biological. <laughs> there's certain things that you know, she's always gonna have uh, an inkling to go and go and see her dad, which she does. Now, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I would say I parent her to a, a point when it comes to the discipline that we spoke about and the, the boundaries this is where you know I would probably say me and her mum have certain conversations and then we get to a point where if she says well look well I'm going to let her do this or I'm not going to let her do that then I let her take the decision mm-hmm. she and that's what I was going to say earlier the overriding decision on matters are not mine now, I have an input and I have and I give opinion and we have the conversations and as I said we agree to disagree sometimes mm-hmm. but at the end of the day if you if you check the, the, the legally because I haven't adopted my stepdaughter yeah so legally I can't technically tell her anything love laid bear okay scenario <clears throat> so you know you technically can't really tell her anything. Now, what if her behaviour then starts to impact <coughs> on your child that you share with your wife then? Um, you know, your, you, you, you and your wife, say, for example, are disagreeing on maybe how to... And, you know, discipline isn't always physical. It can be yeah. of other means. Now, if you're not agreeing on how the discipline should be implemented, but her behaviour is now having an effect on your child that you share with your wife, what happens then? How do do we manage that? Because again, I think these are conversations that need to be had. Um, With with regards to that, with my household, it's not really a major, that's not really an issue. However, um, what you'll find is, especially if there's an age gap, is that the older children um, are going to act differently to younger ones, isn't it? So what you will find is that the younger ones start mirroring what the older children do. So if they're not setting the right examples, in terms of things like language, yes. uh, especially. So there are times I have to say, look, don't talk like that in front of him. Okay. It, like, I would say to my stepdaughter, don't talk to my son like... I don't say my son, I say, don't talk to him like that. Yeah. Um, or, you know, don't use those words. Mm-hmm. And to her, it's kind of like... Again, but it's that age though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Everybody remembers being a teenager or you know late late getting 
uh, end of primary school years and mm-hmm. as you're getting older, your language changes. And it's just, but she has to remember that. What I then would say, if it became a problem, me and her mum would have to talk, but then her mum's not stupid. My wife, you know what I mean? So she, so she knows, she knows, she, she understands, she knows what's right and what's, mm. what's wrong as well. So I can't see a scenario where we're going to disagree about, because my wife wants the best for my son, as I do. Yeah. So she's going to see if my stepdaughter's doing something that's having a bad impact on my son, we're going to agree about that. Why mm. do we disagree? And, and this is why I said about, you've got to, when you're having children with people, you have to understand that mentality of that person. Yeah. Um, Riaz mentioned um, that he wasn't allowed to discipline his younger brother. So there's like a three-year difference. Um, and he was saying that regardless of what his brother did, if he slipped out of line, if he, you know, hit him, you know, all that kind of stuff, his stepdad would not allow him. That's wrong. To yeah, that's totally wrong. It's wrong. Because in the day, it's like, that means you're basically, you're putting that younger child above the older child. Mm. And even though they're not your, they say it's not your biological child, but you're, you're in that household. So you're watching both of them grow up. and that. But then you're saying, it's like, you're saying, okay, you know what? That younger one can do what they want. Yeah, you you know can't. I mean? You're giving the it free reign. You have free reign to, to 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 basically to be bully, 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 bully other, other, the, the older sibling mm-hmm. and just get away with it. Nah, you know what I mean? To so me, that, that part of growing up, you should be disciplined by your older siblings in yeah. a sense. Mm-hmm. You understand? You've done something wrong and you get a clap in your head, you know why you, you know, you've done something wrong. This is it. And if you've never got I mean? siblings, it's going to be cousins or cousins, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, the thing is you're teaching the child respect for elders and there's a hierarchy of how things work. Because at the end of the day, I remember we saw, I used to always be told, it don't matter how big you are, you know. Yeah. Exactly. And it is that, and it should be done. It even should be a, a two-way thing. So the older sibling does something to upset the younger one and they, and they turn around and lash out at them. Hmm. Because they, they that means the older one should know, okay, you know what, I shouldn't do that again because I've upset them. Yeah. What's that mean? It comes... It, it swings, swings both ways. It comes back to what I said, I think, you know, it comes down to the individuals, the, the <coughs> stepfather and the mother or the father, whatever it may be, is that his behaviour, I don't think it's not about step or not. Mm-hmm. It's that individual's decision-making and choices that he's making to say things like that are just wrong. Yeah. Because he's meant... To, what is he thinking? What sort of decision is that? To say, you can't. Why? What's your justification mm-hmm. for that? Are you saying that, you know, your son is more important? Well, obviously you are, because that's what you're clearly saying. But how can that make sense to you? How can you then turn around and say, a brother can't discipline a brother who's older? It's stupidness. I mean, from from speaking to Riaz, his stepfather never physically punished him. And the only thing he mentioned was um, his stepdad chipping him, chipping him up one time oh, on purpose yeah, on purpose, yeah, I, saw yeah. That, yeah. Um, I think the backstory to that was I think Riaz and his younger brother was supposed to maybe go to like a place in a group or something and they didn't they went to their cousin's house and chilled there for the day I think the stepdad then came to look for them or came to pick them up and they said they've not been here so I think naturally as a dad you're going to be scared you're going to be worried um, but then he thought okay this you know where this place in his is next to an estate where Riaz's cousin lives. So he went there and found them. So naturally, he's upset and and angry, probably, you know, told them off, what have you. And that's when the incident of him tripping him up on their way back home. 
came in. Um, what are your views on that? Was it a trip up, ha ha ha, joke business, or trip up? I want to, I want to bust your head. Maybe in his head, maybe in his head he wanted to bust his head. But it's quite surprising that he that he's that that's a a big memory in that sense. But I guess if he's if he if he had never physically touched <clears> him before, so that little thing. But even even reading from the interview that you had with him, a lot of it's very negative. It's a very negative upbringing. But at the end, he's saying, oh, yeah, but if it weren't for his stepdad, he wouldn't be into music or he wouldn't play football and things like that. Mm. So there was probably a lot more positives within it. Mm. So is it a thing that, um, to me, is like reading it, it was more of a thing of, they broke up, his mum and stepdad broke up when he was about 15. Now, that's quite an important time in a boy's life. You understand what I mean? So it's because there was so much negativity around the breakup and he was witnessing, and now he's broken his relationship with his stepdad because his stepdad's not in the house. You understand? So maybe his stepdad was a go his go-to person as a male. You understand what I mean? But that's not being portrayed in the early years. You understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it, because now he's thinking, okay, I don't have a relationship, I don't have a proper relationship with my real dad. Now I'm losing my relationship with my stepdad. And and now, and because I've I've got so much thing going on like because it says in there that he was he he had un, like untold chores the responsibility on him was a lot more but yeah. that's the older child but that's what it is but then maybe he he shared that with his stepdad and it was that that kind of hierarchy or that discipline within the household that was gone and he needed that you know what i mean because a lot of these young people especially the ones i work with now as well moving a little bit what they want is discipline they want that boundary. Yeah. They want that set in place. They want to be said, you know what, if I get told to, if I do something wrong, I'm going to be told so. Yeah. You understand what I mean? Now, that's not there. Maybe his mum wasn't doing that. You they want to be made mean? accountable. Mm. Yeah. And if at 15, you're finding yourself. You understand? Mm. You'll find yourself on, on road. You'll find yourself within your household with girls, with where you fit in society. Okay, you understand so, what I mean? So on that point, what, what, he, what he did say as well was that his... His stepdad was quite strict in that he wasn't allowed to do, you know, like when we were growing up, we used to go to the under 18 raves and that kind of stuff. His stepdad was very strict. And I think at the end of the interview, I said to him, I said, but look, you ain't turned out too bad. Like, and, and, considering all the stuff mm-hmm. that you're saying that, you know, I'm, and, I, I'm, and I'm not going to take away how he feels because you can't tell people mm-hmm. how to feel. I said, but you're a very stable man. Like, you know, you're 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 <coughs> very you're very clued up. You're you're very balanced. Mm. I said so. Your stepdad did something right, and I kind of thought if his stepdad wasn't there and he was just raised by his mum, it might be different. It might be different. Yeah. But see, the problem is, and oh, I'm trying to think how much I want to disclose here <laughs> in terms of. <laughs> um, all right, there's a couple of things. One point you mentioned about being fifteen. When I was about fourteen. Um, my mum and dad separated and I went to go and live with my mum alone. And But I still have a relationship with my dad. I still see my dad all the time and it didn't... For me, of course, it, it's different, isn't it? So you have to process it. But it's all about sometimes people's strength of character... Everybody's strength of character is different and everybody reacts to situations differently. So for me, I never felt insecurity. I didn't feel like... Because again... 
I went to school. There's loads of my friends who didn't even know their dad, much less had a relationship with their dad and then lived with their dad and then it split. So for me, you know what? It's easy to... I don't like... Where Reyes is concerned, I'm not saying him particularly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's very easy, especially in society, for people to be a victim. And I think it's very easy to say, do you know what? This happened to me. I'm sorry, you're cutting that. Oh, look. No, I'm not cutting it. But I don't know what, but even from what Annie said, I, I, I fully agree with that. I do. Because I think there's to be a victim and to blame someone else is. Easy. Easy. It's yeah, so but sometimes easy. people but, need to be blamed. I mean, then, yeah, yeah, blamed. Yeah, but what, is. what is it blaming there the man is. for? But how, him up. How, but how, <laughs> but how much do you blame someone? So, so that means, okay, you know what? <clears throat> I never um, I never got into politics because um, I blame my dad for not um, taking me to Downing Street. To see Downing Street. Yeah, yeah Downing Street. Okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. It's, 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 it's how much do you blame uh, someone else for what's going on in your life? Okay, you know, but, okay, I mean? okay, right. In his, in his scenario, what you have to remember is, so you gave an example about your mum and dad splitting up. Mm-hmm. What you have to remember of him is that he didn't have really have a relationship with his dad. Okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? So yeah, but then wait, you can't... Wait a minute, let me you, you can't, I don't think you can miss what you ain't got. Two years ago, exactly. let me finish. Yeah, but I, think... I, I know it's a man's edition, isn't it? But let me... Let me Yeah, no, what I'm saying is, is you have to remember where he's coming from. Now, someone has told him his dad didn't believe that he was his. Yeah? Wrongly. Wrongly, right? Now... He, he clearly remembers that he started to build a relationship with his dad when he was around three or four. That then broke down because of stuff going on <clears throat> in his dad and stepmom's house. Have a look at the uh, blog post I've done. Oh, that is madness. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's then having to lean on this relationship with his stepdad. He, when he's now got to 15 years old and that relationship is now broken down, what he's saying is, is that that's when that's when his relationship with his stepdad also started to break down. And he then felt like his stepdad was not interested anymore. So for him, he's been abandoned by his dad. He's been abandoned by his stepdad. So now he has... Do you, do you understand? Uh, listen, though, look, for example, I told you, my relationship that I had, the initial one where there was a... Uh, my partner at that time had a son. We split up. She has gone on, she's got other children, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. This boy now is in his, I said, his early 20s, has his own children. And I said, whilst, once we split up, I weren't still there. I weren't, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, but, it's, yeah but it's not the same, because you and her didn't live together, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but as good as, as good as, though, for lots of long periods of okay, time. but I was Riaz th- grew up with this man from since he was one years old. Yeah. Do you, in the same household? But, no, but, it's, but, okay, but I think in that instance, okay, for speaking personally, right, you're not stone-cold hearted. Right, now, speaking from things that's happened in my life, right, is like, okay, you know what? I didn't grow up with my real dad, yeah? Mm-hmm. So I my stepdad was in my life from probably, yeah, probably about one around them times there, mm-hmm. around one, two, two, and that. So, but even still, even, like, even, even when he left my mum, or even when my mum dashed him out, whichever you want to look at it, is that we still talked. 
You understand? Mm-hmm. I, he still he had a, he had other other children. Yeah. You understand what I mean? So I still consider them my brother. We 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 class each other as blood now. You mm-hmm. understand what I mean? So and then even when I kind of got reintroduced to my dad, mm-hmm. is that I got told that when that when I was little that he denied me. Mm-hmm. You understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but I'm I'm at the age I was. It was like, boy, that's your business, isn't it? You understand? It it didn't it didn't affect me in the sense of because because <clears throat> I always grew up being told, okay, you know what? This is who your dad is. Mm-hmm. This is who your family is. This is who. It is. So I knew growing up who people were, but mm-hmm. I just didn't have the faces. Yeah. yeah, I didn't have the bond. I didn't have that relationship, but I knew who they were. You understand what I mean? So even when and it weren't just like I weren't just told that by my mum. Mm-hmm. I was told that from people on his side of the family too. Yeah. You understand what I mean? So it came from both sides. So they're, I think, okay, they've got if two different people are saying this kind of thing from different sides of the family, mm-hmm. then there's got to be some sort of truth in it. You yeah. understand what I mean? So I said, okay, cool. That, but, that, so that was me, then. But let me just but, then, though, but, but you still had that relationship with your stepdad. Yes? Yeah, it was, yeah but it, wasn't like, a, it, wasn't, saying, it wasn't like a big relationship where, okay, you know what? Um... It was like, okay, you know what? I'm going through this problem. I'm going to speak to him. Because I had more of my uncles deal with that side of thing. My uncles were more oh, okay, my okay. father figures in the, in the overall. Mm. You understand what I mean? My, t- my stepdad was a gallus. You understand what I mean? And he had gal all over the place kind of thing. So, but then, but then even with that, it's like I knew that. My brothers knew that. You understand what I mean? So it, we grew up with that. So we accepted that to a certain degree. I you guess what I mean. I know what you're so, saying. So if, for me going to him, it was like, yeah, you know what? Boy, He's there. You knew he was there if you needed yeah, him. Yeah, and he but, was there. But he was not. Like, a, not a, like for example, he wasn't like that prominent figure. Yeah, mm. you're you not gonna come around the house and sit down at, like, every like, night. Yeah, exactly. So it's like one of them ones. Cause I went, cause like, like I went boarding school. Yeah, great. When I was younger, and then I was in trouble, and I knew my mum was coming up. I never knew my stepdad was coming though. So when I see the car pull up, I was like, rah. <laughs> you understand? I must be in some serious trouble if he's turning up, you understand what I mean? Yeah. And he said, and he did, he took, kind of, he got, our mum didn't get out of the car. He got out of the car, he said, come, we're going to walk and talk. Did he ever discipline you physically? No. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, he didn't. And then, not from that I remember anyway. I don't recall him putting his hand on me at all. Mm. So Mikey, do, do, were you physically disciplined by your mum growing up? Yeah. Okay, okay. That kind of does my argument. Because what I was going to say is, if you can raise a child in your household that's not yours and raise them successfully without hitting them, surely could we not just not hit our children at all then? And it's funny I you think, say that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I was, we, as, as we were talking, I was thinking to myself, hold on a minute, then actually, technically you don't. But like I told you, I very rarely try to hit my kids. Mm. I very rarely do it because. But what I do believe in society, you have to have the fear, because. As your argument is dead, because Mikey did get disciplined by his mum, and I do feel that there has to be a fear, that you're gonna get some sort of punishment. And punishment doesn't always have to be physical. physical exactly. Doesn't always have to be physical. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I think it's been ingrained in us as black people that coming from the Caribbean and, and Africa, it's what you do. You lick your kids. Mm. Now, I'm not saying over time it might not happen, but no one, there's nothing that I see at the moment in the youth them that ain't getting licks that I think it's not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Love. Love. Laid. Laid. Bear. Now, the point I'm trying to make here is that that's 
not discipline per se, but you have to care about what's going on. And yeah. if people don't care about other people, that's part of the problem. Yeah. Because... Everyone turns a blind eye. Yeah, every, mm. people turn a blind eye to things. Now, <laughs> whether or not you smack, you don't smack. At the end of the day, everybody has to... That's why I'm saying, when you've got parents and a step a stepchild comes into the mix, you've got to understand what sort of um, mentality... That's the key word. What sort of mentality does that person have towards raising a child? Yeah. Because that person has got the same mentality as you, mm. you're heading into a problem. Mm. It's as simple as that. Constant battle, isn't it? He mentioned the word red flag. Mate, you got to see red flags. Forget him seeing a red flag as a, as a child, mm. well, as an adult reflecting back. back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, they should have seen red flags. Because you know what? Realistically, the stepdad coming into it, if he knew full well I got no interest in on, on raising someone else's child, Bridget, don't do it. It's a choice. Mm. Yeah. No one can't say you're right or wrong because mm. it's your choice. But, but again, but, but, uh, but I think, you know, with, with Riaz's stepdad, you know, from, you know, listening to him talk and whatever, his stepdad didn't treat him and his younger brother any differently. Mm. They both got the same things. And he was there for like 14 years. That's a long time. That's a long so time. what he's saying, so what the crux of his argument... Well, I say argument. The crux of his, his story is then, ultimately, is when my um, mum and my stepdad split up, he's essentially feeling that it was wrong. Is it that we say? That for his stepdad just to kind of just move on and not deal with him? Yeah, he kind of just... Mm. Yeah. So basically, what, is, what he's picked up then from all of it from, is that he's picking up all the negatives throughout his experience with his stepdad and that... And because that relationship is now gone. Yeah. Yeah. But do you think he's right? Do you think the dad's right or the stepdad's right for wrong to not keep it in contact? The thing but is, it, it okay, all so depends the thing on is what he, kind of contact it yeah, is. Yeah, like he, 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 was, he was saying that. So his younger brother has a very good relationship with his. That's his dad. Yeah, so mm. stepdad. Now, his dad now has a family with his wife. His real dad or the stepdad? His real, so his real, his real dad. dad. Yeah, yeah. So his real dad um, met his wife, um, I think, when Riaz's mum was pregnant with him. And he's now got a family. She already had a son. They then had children together. So maybe from his perspective, he's like, okay, my real dad is setting up, has set up family. Everything's cushy over there. But you know, sometimes things look better from the outside looking in. Mm. Um you know, this was the man that was there, checked for me growing up, but now he wants nothing to do with me. So I've got two fractured relationships. I have no... Where is my dad? Yeah, where's my dad? Do you understand what I'm saying? So... Mate, your dad didn't... Look, sorry. Your dad, your real dad, okay, how I see it, your real dad, obviously, you had a relationship, you went away. Unfortunately, there are men out there that don't mind their kids. It happens. Yeah. Fact. Mm-hmm. So that's his real dad. So there's no point looking at what his dad's got from what he ain't got. Because at the end of the day, his real dad, as far as I'm concerned, is no part of his life. So he might as well delete that. Yeah? But then he has no father figure. Come Hold on, on. Let, me finish. No, let me finish. Let me finish. Yeah. No, he, oh. you have to forget that. Because at the end of the day, if you're saying that you, you had in-and-out interactions... And then you now got old. What's the point looking back and saying, well, my dad's got this family and I never had it? You know what? Your dad is that guy. Accept it. Unfortunately. Yeah, but okay. okay. But, let, but let's say he's accepted no, it, that's, that's, does that's, it. But does that not still hurt? Hold on. I'm not saying he's trying to have feet. There's too many um, influences that can cause that 
in a sense because I think with um if you if you can't turn around and say okay because your dad's that guy, you don't know what the relationship is between your mum and your dad. You understand know I me? Mean? Mm. Because there could be things your dad could actually want to see you. Yeah, in no that. circumstances. But, no, but in any circumstances, mum could be saying, you know what? No, I don't okay, want you do around. Okay, and, 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 and on that point, he 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 did say that when when his dad. So after that incident, when he stopped going round there. His dad would come and see him, mm-hmm. but he said that his stepdad was very kind of like <clears throat> defensive, was always trying to. But listen, so... I, I, again, it comes down to people's characters and who they are. I was brought up. I've got quite a few cousins, yeah, and I had I got uncles. My uncles had, well, made different baby mothers, right? And I've got growing up. I know there's scenarios that have taken place where well, you can't see, you can't. Listen, my, I remember vividly being in the car with my uncle. This is XR2 days, back in, this is old school. And Michael's like, listen, I will come to your house and tear off your door. You don't tell me I can't see my kids. So there's no going to be no barrier. But it's all about the mentality of that person. His mm-hmm. dad, he's saying the, the stepdad's going to be defensive. Bridging, defensive about who? My kid? That is not going to happen. So I had a conversation with a, a friend of mine quite recently and I was like, mate, if we had the argument, just go to court. If you want to see your kid that much mm. and there's all these barriers and roadblocks are being put in your way, forget the argument. Don't go there and kick off front doors. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, go, well, we've got to yeah, you understand? Now, yeah. Go, go see a solicitor, go to court, do it properly, get your access, and then it's done, isn't it? So I do think <laughs> men have to be men. He's got to look at it and say, do you know what? He can put every excuse, and as you said, things might there might be mm. barriers and obstacles. But mm. if his dad, in my mind, really, really wanted to keep that relationship going, he would have fight tooth and nail for it. Yeah. And I don't know if he, I don't know he didn't. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, I have seen, and I've listen. <clears> when I was about sixteen, I think one of my uncles was had to take one of his baby mothers to court to get access, right? But he wasn't allowed to have any physical contact with the woman, yeah? Mm. He used to come and pick me up, yeah? He asked me, can you do me a favour? And yeah, cool, no problem. He used to pick me up, we used to drive down to where they were, I would have to go and meet her, take the daughter, and then bring the daughter to him for him to have the hour. we sit down in a garden or something, park or whatever, he would then chill with my cousin... And then when time was up, I would then have to take her back to the mum. Mm-hmm. Long, innit? But my uncle was prepared to do that to see his daughter. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's all about how hard you want you want it. Now, for him, you're right. I was a bit cold, I think. His dad, for him, I can see it would hurt. Because at the end of the day, not to be wanted by a dad would hurt. I can, yeah. I can see that, yeah? I'm probably a bit harsh. What I do think, though, when you get to a certain age, though, that's what I said about being a victim. And it's not that I'm being saying that he is being a victim, but I do think you have to get over things and you have to move forward in life. You can't keep looking backwards. And how, but how, okay, so now, so this is the whole thing of Love Day Fair then. Okay, how, do, how, how does he do that? How does he move forward? How does he just get over it? What, is, what does he have to do to do that? He's got to learn from, take the, um, the pain that he suffered and the examples and be a better man and make sure he don't make the same mistakes. He can't change his past. You, nobody can change their past. Hmm. It, it's, what you have to do is say it's gone, the present is where you are now, and then you've got to look at what you want to do in the future. He probably 
needs to understand and accept. I, people, there's people in my life that have let me down or done things and they've done things that I don't like or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. What you have to do is accept, you know what, that person's either made a mistake, um, they've made a bad choice, or they're just bloody human. Do you know what I mean? And people say you have to forgive them until you forgive, you can't move forward. I don't necessarily agree with that. Because yeah. you, you, what you have to do is just accept it within yourself that that was them. Mm-hmm. That was their decision. That was their choice. That's what they made. The impact on me was this, mm-hmm. but I'm going to choose to let it go and move forward. Love. Laid. Bear. To bring it back to this um, sort of step parenting and how that kind of coincides, if you think about it, can you stop trying to do my job, please? No. So, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, if you think about it like this, if a relationship breaks down, because you know we're kind of talking about the age of having a child, is that gonna then impact? And does that cause breakups and does that have an impact on it yeah now I personally think it does because I think it is I think the law of averages would say yeah it, 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 I don't know the stats but mm. we know there's a lot of single mums so it, yeah something's happening yeah, something's happening isn't mm. it so I look at it and think then the relationship between the parents I think about it is key to the relationship between the step child yes and 150% and, and the adult coming into mm. the new relationship yeah. because at the end of the day if the two parents who are the parents of that child have a good relationship do co-parent and have a good understanding I think it will make it 10 times easier and better because when you talk about boundaries they're never very clear because it's the conversation is oh so me and X this is how we do for Y Mm-hmm. So you, no one's coming in. You're not having to come in there and be like, well, I'm trying to create something. Yeah. Because if you know what you're coming into. Mm. Now, so your boundaries set already. Yeah. Because there's already parameters of how they parent. Mm. Your opinion's not even being asked. Mm. If you disagree with something, then you have a voice. And that's where the respect comes in. Mm-hmm. If you're with somebody and they say, well, this is how we parent or blah, blah, blah. And you've got a difference of opinion. If you raise it and then you can have a conversation and she might say, well, you know what, I'm going to go and speak to him about that because actually you might have made a good point there. Mm. Let me go and talk to X, to the dad, and, and mm. see what he thinks. Mm. Then you might even can have a three-way conversation because if it's in the, my yard and certain things is going on and I don't like, you should be responsible enough and adult enough to say, listen, this is the situation. Let's all three of us sit down. But what, you guys do this thing and you, you've set your boundaries, but actually I'm not happy with blah, blah, blah in the house. What do you suggest? What do you suggest? The problem is, normally there's animosity and you can't have them three-way conversations because the dad, the real dad don't and the mum don't get on or the, as, as it has ended in a real situation, the stepdad not allowing to come... I'm not saying not allowing because I don't know if he didn't allow the dad to see him. But, but he was just... There was a lot of animosity. There, there, was, there, 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 there was friction there. So then that then causes a problem. So maybe, for all you're not, you know, the stepdad must have thought... I don't need this headache. I don't need this. Yeah, I don't want a man coming to my house because you don't know what's going on. Yeah. Mm. Do you understand? Yeah, you don't know what kind of person yeah. that is. Cause I think, yeah, cause I think where I've seen it before and I've spoken to other people as well and they've like they got stepkids and they they you know what, but the dad, their real, their real dad's a waste. Mm. He's like, and he goes, I don't want to come to my house. He's, 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 no, he's, he's not going to do no good for the child. 
You understand? Mm-hmm. From his like, from from what they've witnessed. Yeah. They are negative for that child. You understand? They don't, they the, don't really put the, the things in place that child needs to develop. But is it their mean? judgment call to say that? But then, well, but then, but yeah, <laughs> but, no, but saying, but if they're, if they're witnessing, they're not saying, not saying they're, they're saying, okay, you know what? No, no, he should not see his dad. But what I'm saying is that I've known people where it's their house. You understand? They live there with their with their wife or their partner, their stepchildren and their own children. You understand what I mean? Now, do you want someone coming into your house, disrespecting what you're what you're building? But then this is where you, you know, start. You say disrespecting. So, what you, so if, no. they're, if they're coming in on a negative, if they're, I'm just saying this is just a scenario of consent. Mm-hmm. You know, start. I mean, mm-hmm. so if that per, if that if the child's if your stepchild's real dad coming into the house on some some ghetto kind of like disrespectful vibe kind of thing, they walk in the house, not, yeah, like you know what? Okay, you know, for instance, your house come. You, I'll step into your house and you say, you know what? In our house, we don't wear shoes. For, like, for example, yeah, I'll you know, you're, you're not coming past my front door. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> exactly. You understand know, me? So you're not going to let his let let basically but that's what the we, old child but we need to evolve and disrespect your house. Mm. So in that sense, you said, you know what, brethren, I've got no problem you seeing your child, but don't disrespect my household. You know? And if he's not if he's not going to respect, he's going to say, child, if my child can do what I like. Yeah. Don't come in my house. But do you remember at the beginning I said there's a word mentality. Yeah. Unless people have the right mentality, things can't work. So Definitely. if a man's gonna come to the house on a disrespecting, your mentality's wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, yeah. your mentality's wrong. So I'm person, me personally, I could, mate, Love. that's a joke. Laid. Okay. So. Um, I think we're going to have to start winding this conversation down now, guys. Oh, um, I know, it's been great. I was just getting ready, you know. Isn't it? I was just warming only, up. What, only just now. <laughs> just a while. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, right, so... Any closing thoughts? My, my, I'll, I'll go first, Michael, because I'll, I'll try and be quick. Um, I think that when you've got step-children... And you've got step relationships and, and households. At the end of the day, I think the first things first is that everything comes down to mentality of the adults because the adults will have the biggest impact on the children. So whether or not it's the parents of the child, their relationship, how they interact, how they behave, that's going to make a, an impact and have a bearing on how the relationship between the step-parent and the child is so i think as adults and as people um i think we have to look at ourselves and think how is my behavior impacting what is my mentality to do how are the relationships that i'm building and having going to have an impact on the children at the end of the day it's children children are that isn't it you it's for us as adults to look after them and make the decisions that are right for them and i think um overall some people um have to have and look into their mentalities first and foremost before we can grow uh, as a people because I think too many people got the wrong attitude and outlook sometimes I hear that Mikey any final thoughts? Um, it's more or less from, from what Anthony's saying um, but I think people need to be honest with themselves mm. I think they need to be honest in mm-hmm. what they can bring I think they need to be honest what they're willing to accept I think there needs to be that communication between two people in a sense of whether it doesn't matter whether you're step or you're your real or it's your your biological children. 
each other, understanding that if you can be there for each other, I mean, if you're there for the child, you be there. You understand me? You don't use it. You don't just say, "Oh well, yes, it's not working." Talk it through. If you if, if you if you explored the avenues and it's not working, then you can say, "You know what? Okay, it really ain't working. This ain't beneficial to us. It's not benefiting the child. The child going more downhill or whatever." Then you just need to look at that as well because I don't think I think people will get into relationships. They'll think, "Oh yes, it's honeymoon. It's honeymoon period." everything goes good during the honeymoon period yeah. you understand what I mean and then when once that period is over it's not to say you know what that's done now I'm gone you understand what I mean mm. I think there's been too many I think we're too quick it's too yeah, quick too easy to mm. say you know what I don't like this no more and I think as, as Anthony did it late, early on our access to things are too it's too easy Yeah. I think we need to kind of do we need to step back we need to, we need to go kind of back to the days where you know what? Don't order something online. Go to the shop and buy it. You understand what I mean? Put the effort in. I ain't got no time for that. I've got things to do. Exactly. But it is that. It's yeah. that people do need to put the effort into something. Everything to, takes to get time. The positive out of it. You're not going to run a business just in in five minutes. You understand? Yeah. I mean? You got to put the time and the effort in to make it successful. Relationship goes. Raising your children go the same way. So that's where I'm at. Love. Love. Laid. Bear. Um. I want to thank you both immensely. It's been a fantastic um, talk, actually. Um, so many things have kind of come out as a result of this, and I'd love to have you both back on whenever you're free. Um, I think there's some topics that we can cover. Let me check my diary and speak to my um, PA. Yeah, okay, so yeah, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll put you on PA <laughs> next time on what you want. Yeah, definitely, love to. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it'd be, it'd be a pleasure. Lovely. So, okay, um, if you want to continue the conversation, you can head over to um, our Facebook page, which is Love Laid Bear. Just put that in the search. Um, leave your comments um, and... Don't come at me, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, I always... <laughs> like I always say, you know, all, all of the stories that are shared... Um, are treated with the utmost um, tact and sensitivity. Um, so I want to thank Riaz especially for coming forward and speaking about his experiences. Um, so I will see you all next Sunday for another edition of Love Laid Bear. Um, take care of yourselves and have a good week. Good night. Jobless. Rastafari. <laughs> <laughs> My king, king is my one, one.